All right, Revelation chapter 2, verse 18. And if you remember, those that read this word and keep it will be what? Blessed. Read Revelation. It's one, of, it's one of the only scripts, one of the only books of the Bible that says if you read this and do it, you will be blessed. So why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you do that? Forgot to do a little bit of... There we go. All right, Revelation chapter 2, verse 18. And to the angel of the church of Thyatira, Thyatira, right... These things, says the Son of God. Let me stop. Remember, he is speaking to the challenges that the church faced. That is the challenges that we still can face as a church of today. The, the word has not, um, has not gotten old. It is still the challenges that we could face. And remember, this, this doesn't have to, you don't just have to look at this as the church. Look at it as the church me. How can this affect me? How can this, what we're about to read, affect me? Because we are the church. Okay, so we want to press the apply button to our own heart. We also want to look at, at the church corporately from a leadership and from a corporate standpoint, but also especially from our personal standpoint, right? Amen. These things says the Son of God who has eyes like a flame of fire and his feet like fine brass. I know your works. Love, service, faith, and your patience. And as, far, and as for your works, the last are more than the first. Nevertheless, I have a few things against you. Because you allow that woman Jezebel, who calls herself a prophetess, to teach and seduce my servants to commit sexual immorality and eat things sacrificed to idols. And I gave her time to repent of her of her sexual immorality, and she did not repent. Indeed, I will cast her into a sickbed, and those who commit adultery with her into great tribulation, unless they repent of their deeds. I will kill her children with death, and all the churches shall know that I am he who searches the minds and hearts. And I will give to each one of you according to your works. Now I say... And to the rest in Thyatira, as many as do not have this doctrine, who have not known the depths of Satan, as they say, I will put on you no other burden, but hold fast what you have till I come. Hold, hold fast what you have till I come. And he who overcomes and keeps my works until the end, to him I will give power over the nations. He shall rule them with a rod of iron, they shall be dashed to pieces like the potter's vessel. I also have received from my Father, and I will give him the morning star. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Father, in Jesus' name, help us to hear. Help us to see. Let this just go down deep into our heart, and Lord, let there be truth. Let us find truth tonight in our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, man, it, it, uh, again, this happens to me almost every time. The Lord just starts revealing new things to me as I, as I even read this scripture. Something that just jumped off the page at me. There was a couple things, but one of them just now, and I'm just, I'm just going to kind of um, go with where my, my mind is for just a second. 
And all the churches shall know that I am he who searches the minds and hearts. Those of us that like to cover our junk, God searches the minds and hearts. He's not after just doing a surface healing on you. He is after doing a deep healing on you, a complete healing. We come in here so many times, we go into our office, we go into our jobs, we go into life and just cover up who we are. But the Lord is saying, this is a deep-rooted problem, and I know the hearts and minds. I search the hearts and minds. I want to encourage you tonight, if, if that's you, if you're struggling in some way, stop running. And let the Lord really do some, do some work on your heart and mind tonight. Start tonight. Just start praying. And You know, did, did you see the way out? There's a way out of, of, this was a pretty rough scripture, wasn't it? Bringing death to your children. Um, it, it, this is why so many people get scared reading Revelation. But if you will read it, the Lord gives us a way out. Did anyone catch what? It's one word. Repent. Repent. I am so thankful that the Lord gave me the opportunity to repent, and He gives me the opportunity to repent. And, you know, he's saying, church, I know you're going to have challenges. But if you will repent, you will overcome. You will overcome. If you don't repent, you won't. The key to the church is repentance. Is to walk into repentance. Repent. All right. Thyatira was a morally compromising church. And Jezebel, as the wife of King Ahab, who promote, and she promoted the Canaanite religion in Israel. Now, if you've been with me for, for the eight years that I've been preaching, you'll remember a, a series I did on the enemies, on um, the enemies of Israel. And one of them was the Canaanites. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, you know what? I, I will. I'll do it again. And do you know I didn't finish it? Do you know I chickened out and quit before I finished? <laughs> I got to the last one or two, and I believe, I, I don't believe that, I, I just think sometimes we think we're ineffective, we think we're, we think we're a clanging symbol, and we stop doing what God's called us to do. And I don't know if you remember it, but I stopped right in the middle of it. I just got down on myself. I just got down thinking, man, I've done this for eight weeks now. Shoot, I do stuff for a year, and I don't care. I'll just keep doing it. I've really, I've either grown or I've, I don't know. We'll just say I've grown. I did the, uh, what was it? Y'all know um, Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7. It took me a year to get through that. Sermon on the Mount. Um, but I quit. And it still kind of, I don't want to say haunts me, but it's one of those things that I regret not finishing. So, we'll go back into that. Um, but the word Canaan, the Canaanites, if you go and do a Hebrew study of the word Canaanite, means compromise. And you can see that throughout the Old Testament that the Lord said, you've got to drive all of these out. 
And that's why the Old Testament, that's why that scripture today works for us because it's not the Canaanites. We don't have the Canaanites showing up at our household. We have the spirit of compromise showing up at our household. And that's what this church is dealing with, is the spirit of compromise. But even more than that, they are dealing with the spirit of Jezebel. And church, this applies to us. She, the name Jezebel, is used symbolically here for a false prophetess who led the people into literal and spiritual fornication. Literal, meaning physically and spiritual, giving themselves to things other than to God. So what are the characteristics of a Jezebel spirit? This spirit seeks control through manipulation. Have you ever heard that, that uh, uh, intimidation, let's see, domination, intimidation, and manipulation are all forms of witchcraft? And one of them is manipulation, and that's what this spirit of Jezebel works through. It's a deep, it has a deep hatred of true spiritual authority and uses emotional pressure, witchcraft, and obsessive sensuality in its pursuit of power. And it's so subtle. It has a subtle persuasion to gain influence and gets close to those in control. You know, it has to be subtle. You know, Satan is subtle. Do you know if he moved, if he, if he wasn't subtle, we would notice and we would fight him off. Instead, he moves subtly and scoots us just a little bit away from God one step at a time. If I was this close to God, I was right with him, and Satan tried to move me miles away, I would notice. But if he just moves me a fraction, I might not notice. It happens in marriage. You move just a little bit away. You move just a little bit more. Maybe it's bitterness. Maybe it's a disagreement. Maybe who knows what it is. Next thing you know, you're miles apart, and you didn't realize how you ever got there. Same thing work, works with, with the Lord. We get close to God, then we start slowly drifting away. So as this subtle persuasion gains influence and gets close to those in control, it then uses that position to gradually dominate. And in the Hebrew, the name Jezebel literally means without cohabitation. She will not live or cohabit. Is that the right way to say it? Cohabit? With those that she cannot dominate and control. She will have no equals. And control is what a Jezebel spirit wants more than anything. And even when this spirit seems to be submissive, it's usually out of a careful plan to gain influence. I think the women's group have just been um, studying influence, right? And how powerful influence is. And influence is good until it becomes not good. Influence is power. You know, we need influencers. The church needs influencers. The church does not need manipulators or controllers. Now, even though, even through this sermon tonight, I refer to a Jezebel spirit as a she, 
we've got to know that it is a spirit and it is gender neutral. But because it has a female name, um, and Jezebel certainly has many male slaves as female. But however, since Jezebel initially tends to establish control without the actual use of physical force, so many times she is asso- we associate that spirit with feminine persuasion techniques. So don't get mad at me, um, ladies. Um, it certainly operates in men. Uh, Jezebel likes to get close to leaders and use their influence. Likes to use the power and the influence of others to accomplish her goals and control her environment. Look at what it says in 1 Kings chapter 21, verse 8. And she wrote letters in Ahab's name, sealed them with his seal, and sent the letters to the elders and the nobles who were dwelling in the city with Naboth. This is typical spirit of Jezebel, preferring to remain concealed in the background while she manipulates situations and leaders. Jezebel's many times associated with pleasure, especially sexual pleasure. She'll use any form of sensuality at her disposal to gain influence and control. Jezebel is after control. And Jezebel's greatest enemy is spiritual authority. Do you remember when Elijah and her faced off? And Elijah ran. Why? Because it is real power. Elijah just had a moment where he forgot who he was. And he ran. And there he was under the juniper tree. God says, what are you doing here? Why are you here? What did Elijah say? I'm the only one left. I'm the only one left, God. God said, it's okay, let me feed you. Get up. Get back. You're not the only one. And you can take her. Go get her. The spirit of control. And I don't, there is one of the... Uh, the ites that we'll go into that is the spirit of control. Mom, do you remember which one it is? I used to have little cheat sheets that would tell us, tell me, but I don't have it. We'll go back into that. That's a great study, too, to know what may be in your camp. Jezebel opposed Elijah and the... Um, he, she opposed... Uh, and. Jezebel still, uh, still opposes righteous authority today. I want to say I do not feel a spirit of Jezebel in our church. I have before, but I do not, I do not feel that at all. Um, not in my leadership, not in my staff, not in, not in the church. But it is subtle and um, it is dangerous. And um, lots of leaders, lots of influencers have to be careful that that spirit doesn't attach to you. Um, And you've got to be paying attention. You need to stay in the Word. You need to allow the Lord to speak to your heart and start watching what your motives are. Do you have anything?
you want to share? Okay. Well, to be honest with you, I probably should take way, way more time with the spirit of Jezebel, but I'm not going to tonight. We're going to stay within the, the churches, um, and I'm actually going to close. At 7.15, we're going to close and be able to go into our business meeting. Um, but I do want to just um, encourage you just for a minute. I think as I go over all of these issues with the church, do we have issues sometimes? Yes, we do. do can, can we relate to a lot of these? Yes, we can. But um, I believe the Lord is really moving in our church. I believe we have something wonderful in front of us. And I believe that the Lord has, is um, starting a fresh thing. I think that he is pouring new wine into new wineskins. I think that he's developing a new wineskin for the new wine to go into. And, uh, you know, I'll share in the business meeting, but I have, I, I don't believe I've ever been as excited about Church on the Hill as I am today. Uh, and if you don't know me well enough, I would not just say that. Um, I believe, I believe the Lord is, is, is about to do something great in you. I believe the Lord is about to do something great in you. And I want to encourage you, as this scripture here said, hold on. Hold on to the word. Hold on to Christ. Hold on to the Lord and hold on to one another. Because I believe we are we are in, in some of the greatest days of the church. I believe some of the greatest days of the church, um, the corporate church, the, um, the church, and the greatest days of church on the hill. I don't believe church on the hill has began to see the greatest days that they have. And uh, I'm so excited. Amen? Amen. Let me pray over you. Father, I just come against a spirit of Jezebel, and I just command that if that is trying to, to find place in this church, that it be removed. Just rebuke it in Jesus' name. And I just ask, Lord, that you would give us discernment, that you would show us that our eyes would be open and that we would see, and that, Lord, that we would not be afraid to take the sword of the Spirit and slay that, that um, spirit. You have no place here. We just ask you, Spirit of God, to fill this place. Lead us and guide us into all truth. I just thank you for Church on the Hill, and I just speak blessings over this body. Lord, help, blessings of health, blessings of prosperity. Lord, blessings of growth, blessings of breakthrough, blessings on, on our families, on our minds. Just thank you, Lord, on our future. We have a great future. Just thank you, Lord. Now, Lord, bless this business meeting. I just pray that we would just hear the Spirit of God and we would move accordingly. I thank you, Lord, for Church on the Hill. It's in Jesus' name. Amen.